This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Trying to find maybe some good underdogs on today's Major League Baseball slate. So let's start in Baltimore where the Orioles are taking on the Rays. We've got Tampa Bay favorites here, minus 125. Baltimore plus 105, total of nine runs. Zach Eflin taking the bump for Tampa Bay, 4-0 this year with a 2-2-5 ERA. And Grayson Rodriguez, the rookie for the O's, 1-0 with a 5-4-6 ERA this season. And Jinx, I think we both had the same reaction to this game. Tampa Bay at minus 125? What are we missing here? And I guess the handicap is, well, Grayson Rodriguez has really good stuff. Is this enough to take you off the race here? No, it's not. And there is money coming on the O's because it's a plus money play. Rodriguez does have electric stuff, but he's still a rookie. And maybe you don't trust Zach Eflin, but here's the thing about Rodriguez. He will strike out his share of batters. But the thing is, is that The Rays are the best hitting team in baseball, and in two shutouts for Grayson Rodriguez, he was facing the Tigers, one of the worst hitting teams in baseball. So I think maybe his numbers are a bit skewed. He has an ERA over five anyway. So you've got the Rays with the better starter, a guy in Grayson Rodriguez who has had his best success against a team that doesn't hit, and then the Rays have the advantage in the bullpen as well. And also, this is just about value to me. Like, how do you not take a buck 25 with the Rays? Also, the Orioles have lost three straight for the first time all season. I'm on Tampa here. I'm going to play this one. I think so as well, even though now I feel a little bit more cautious about it because we know those pitchers with electric stuff, especially if the other team has not seen them before. I think that's where rookies actually have the upper hand over good hitting lineups. But still, I think if you're talking about trust, and a lot of that is trust when you're betting on a team with your hard-earned money – I think I'd rather trust the Rays here, a team that has been way more consistent and way more predictable than the Orioles, who I will say have a very good record as well. And maybe if there's a good spot for an underdog, maybe this is it. But I don't think I'm going to be biting. I'm going to be the one dog that has some self-respect <laughs> and doesn't go for that damn hot dog that you were offering, Jenks. Uh, so I'm on <laughs> Tampa Bay as well at a very good price. Uh, let's go on to the Astros and the Angels. Uh, and uh, a West matchup between two division rivals, I believe. Uh, you've got Houston plus 115, Angels minus the 140 here, total seven and a half runs, and it's because Shohei Otani is on the mound. He is a perfect 4-0 this year with a 2-5-4 ERA. Framber Valdez going for the Strohs, 2-4 despite a 2-6-0 ERA. Jenks, the Astros have been hard to back this year, but it's plus money here. For a team that still has a pretty good core, they've got a good pitcher on the mound. Do you think Otani is enough for you to back the Angels here? I, I, here's the thing. I want to bet Shohei here, 
But Framber Valdez, as we know, is one of the few pitchers I think that can probably match Shohei Otani pitch for pitch. And you mentioned this earlier, and you're absolutely spot on. It is hard to get value with Shohei because everyone wants to bet him. And plus, I bet him the last two times out, and I've gotten burned. He's given up a total of nine runs in his last two starts. But I think maybe this is a chance for him to get right because that Astros lineup just is so banged up right now. They're not really hitting the ball great. They've been big to the under. So I would lean Angels maybe first five, but I don't want to play this one because Valdez has been great as well. I think you hit the nail on the head. Otani games are almost unbettable. Didn't we do this last time around, like in the first five? And despite like a decent, I don't think it was that bad from Otani, but still, you are not getting a discount ever on the biggest superstar in baseball. So I just think for me, maybe it's the Angels, and I'll say this, that their lineup's really good. One of the best hitting lineups in the first five innings as well. If you look at the Angels this year, fourth most runs scored in the first five innings. But from Valdez is, I don't want to call him a veteran, but he's somebody who has pitched in postseason games uh, in mm-hmm. October. So we know that he has the ability to pitch around even the best of hitters. So I think it's a stay away from me, even though it is tempting to back Otani and the Angels, especially since that offense is firing on all cylinders. So let's go to Philadelphia. Blue Jays, Phillies. And if this was a year ago, this would be a marquee pitching matchup between Alec Manoa and Aaron Nola. But both these guys are off to rocky starts. Alec Manoa this year just 1-2, 4-7-1 ERA. Aaron Nola 2-2, 4-6-4 two two, six, four ERA. But it's the Phillies that are favored at home, minus 135, total eight and a half runs. Jenks, do you think either of these pitchers return to form here? I sure don't. I'm going to play this down to eight and lay a little juice and go over here. These guys are two very good pitchers. We know that. But we've also seen over their respective careers over the past couple of seasons, their velocity has started to dip a little bit and particularly when you look at Aaron Nola, once he leaves the game, that Phillies bullpen, just as it was last year, is fifth worst in all of baseball. It is not good. Also, you've got two of the top hitting teams in all of baseball going at it. The Jays have been raking recently. They scored 22 runs in their last three games. So I'm going to go over here. I think it's hard not to take an over here. I think that's the first instinct you have when you see both of these teams. Sometimes you just have a gut feeling when you see a couple of teams. The Phillies, we know they can mash. The Blue Jays, we know they can hit home runs, especially with the middle of the lineup that they have with Vladdy Jr., Bo Bichette, uh, and company. So I think for me, that was my first instinct. But here's the thing about totals. Do you ever feel skittish on totals? Because sometimes there is so much variance that can happen with totals to where they can hit it at players and it'll be outs. They can fly out at the wall where, I don't know, I think I kind of stay away from totals a little bit more because of that reason. Because, you know, you look at this and I think if there was a play, it would be to the over. But do you ever feel that way when playing totals? Oh, yeah. And again, I'm going to probably feel this way tomorrow morning. We'll probably talk about it because I said I was going to play a short card, but I like a lot of picks today. So I'm going to go for it. And that's one of those things too. And this is, this is on me where I'm playing it down a half run and laying the juice. And you have to be careful doing that because like you were saying, there are some times when you can have a lot of hard hit balls and yet, you know, just like there's puck luck in hockey, but sometimes you have a mm. seeing eye single or a ball that falls a certain way, and that can certainly affect the total. So, yeah, that happens on a regular basis. I, I do really like the over here, and the money is crushing the over. I just think these two guys are 
to big names for sure. We know that, but they're not quite the pitchers that they used to be. So yeah, I'm sticking with the over. And especially with those lineups, like we said, two really good mm-hmm. hitting lineups. Uh, let's go on to the Mets and the Reds, which looks like a huge mismatch on paper. New York minus 210, Cincinnati plus 170, total nine and a half runs. But Max Scherzer has been far from dominant in his past couple of outings, just two and two this year with a 5.56 ERA. Going as Luke Weaver, who, you know, doesn't have much to write home about as far as his record and his ERA, 0 and 2, 7 8 ERA. Are you willing to back Max Scherzer? I think for me, it's just, I think he does bounce back, but I'm not willing to trust him at this price. Yeah, that's the thing is that Mets first five run line is minus 140. Is that worth playing? I don't know. That's a lot of juice. And I want to, Max is is good enough to do it, especially against Luke Weaver, who's really bad. But I don't know. I just got a bad feeling about Max Maybe that's because he's just burned me the past couple times I've played him in this spot. He's good enough where don't you think at some point he's got to start pitching like himself again and not get blown out or not lose to a Reds team that doesn't really do a great job of hitting the ball? I don't know. Weaver has given up at least four runs in every outing this season. He's trailed in every single one of those games after five innings. So Mets' first five run line is minus 140. I just don't know. I just don't know if I if I can do it. Not with Max. Not yet. No, especially for a Mets team that has dropped four straight series, including getting mm-hmm. swept by the Tigers, including dropping two of three against the Rockies. I don't think this is a team you can trust right now, especially at this price. So if there's any way to go, maybe you bite the bullet and say you're taking the Reds here if you like underdogs, but... I don't know. At some point, Max Scherzer is going to emerge and return back to form. Like, he's a veteran pitcher. It is not a small sample size. We know he's good. It's just a matter of when he puts it all together. But also, the Mets have been bad. So, no thank you, please. Let's go to Atlanta, Red Sox, and Braves. Do we have time for this one? Maybe. Uh, So, let's do it quickly. We have Braves minus 185, Red Sox plus 150, told nine and a half runs. Nick Pavetta, two and two, 499 ERA. Against Charlie Morton, uh, the curveballer, three and three with a three three eight ERA. Jenks, I think you see the two teams here, and you automatically think to yourself, "Hmm, maybe an over." But still, Charlie Morton, we know we can miss some bats these days. You know what I'm going to do? I got to have some plus money on the card. I'm going to go Atlanta on the run line. This is not my favorite play, but you can get him at plus one hundred five. I just do. I always fade Nick Pavetta. He's always a good fade for this guy. He's been okay this season. He's given up at least three runs in each of his last three. But he's also been bailed out by those Red Sox bats because the Red Sox can – I'm kind of like you. I think the more I look at it, maybe over is the play here. I know. Even though the sabotage factor is, Charlie Morton is one of those guys that he'll give up like five runs or he will go seven shutout with like 12 strikeouts. So it feels Mm -hmm. like there's no in-between. He's kind of like Rich Hill in that regard, but probably a step better. Like Charlie Morton's better than Rich Hill. I'll say that. So I think it's a stay away from me, but just looking at those two lineups, it's hard not to think that, you know, somebody's going to score at least a few runs when it comes to the Red Sox and when it comes to the hot hitting Braves, especially at home. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.